The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime, where sexual assault is so common you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, alcoholism, bulimia, obesity, hallucinations, loss of integrity, complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping of the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have these, or any other side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood, shut up and take it. G'day guys, welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we're on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, whose send out I need to change for his uh, wanting to feature people's products on his channel because that needs to be updated. Oh, does it? Yeah, very much. My co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, well, actually, technically the second baddest bear in the cage because he lost his last fight and I thought he was going to die at one point when the guy landed on top of him, Bear Fjorda. I'm always, why am I always second whenever I have, the, the, I should be first no matter what, even if it's a, a bad, a sad moment like that. <laughs> I deserve, the, the participation alone is okay, important. Okay, when we have like Sam or Joe or any of the other like yeah, big you, UFC guys, you got, you're second. That's fine. I understand <laughs> that. But don't make me second after a loss. I need to feel proud and big and strong. Uh, well, Joe did tell me to tell you that you're the biggest, baddest fighter that ever was and that you have a really big, you know what? He said, that's what I'm supposed to tell you before fights. Oh, that's, that's actually really funny. I'm glad <laughs> he said that's that. That's not how he said it. It was a lot more dirty. <laughs> no. It's, <laughs> it's Joe. <laughs> it's Joe. Uh, that's a good point. But for context there, Joe Stevenson's an ex-UFC title contender, one of the baddest men on the planet, and my current head coach in my training. So he likes to find new ways to motivate his fighters. That appears to be one of them. And telling them they have a really big penis. If it hurts, it, no, sorry, if it works... That's great. If it hurts, it hurts. To I was hear saying if it hurts, baby. it works, but that's not the right context. That's another phrase I have, by the way. <laughs> I've coined that. If it hurts, it works. That is mine. You need to put that on the T-shirt. I'm going to put that on a T-shirt and sell that You need to also stop facing the, the microphone when you're talking. Store. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Our sound engineer is so amazing at what he does. He can fix me if I was yelling from across the hallway. Yeah, he does. still doesn't like when we fuck it up. That's I'd like to remind <laughs> everyone when we use bad language, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and free MMA. We swear because we care. Speaking of fucking... No, wait. I, never mind. Okay, I'm not going to move into that one just yet. We have other things to cover. So what's uh, Actually, later? speaking of fucking up. Oh, do you, oh, fucking up. Okay. Fucking up. Uh, KFC had to apologize because the they put out a, a tweet to celebrate Crystal Knock, which is the, the Nazi attack the night of the broken glass. One of the saddest parts of uh, <laughs> wait, World War II and the, moment, made... and the moment none of Germany could say they didn't know it was happening. And they made an ad off that? What did you say they did? Uh, they sent out a tweet and told people uh, you can get extra cheese on your something or other to celebrate Crystal Knock. Why are we celebrating that? I, I don't know. They, that is Their stupid. excuse was it's an auto center that goes out on holidays. No, 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 and no, And it no, didn't no, no, recognize. No, 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 Someone wrote that. Someone had to write that Well, it happened in, in Germany. So, oh, speaking of in racism. In Germany? Yeah, it happened in Germany. Oh, that's horrible. I know. I the like place the where Crystal Knock happened. At least if it was in the United States, people would be like, ah, oh, it's Americans. They're ignorant. But you can't do that in the country Nah, man. It was, it, was, it was Germany that, oh, that did it. And it was Germany, yeah, and Crystal Knock. Speaking of racism, um, a noose was found at the Obama Presidential Center site. You're kidding. Why? Nope. Was it a wait, 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 wait? So people went up and put a noose there. Was this a symbolism kind of, of thing, or were they still standing there when they caught? No, no, no. It was it was symbolism. You know, I I, I swear to God, ever since the last few years, I think mainly during the pandemic, it got worse. 
where people just outwardly racist or homophobic or whatever you want to call it. Listen, you, you can call And all it, the know, joy in the world's dying. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Conroy, who voiced Batman, died. He I was heard only about 66. that. Yeah, he was the most iconic uh, voice of Batman, period. Gallagher, who was funny as hell, died. Yeah. It just looks like all the people like of interest are dying. And then, of course, Aaron Carter died. And then her, his fiance is like being heavily harassed online because she's not unhappy enough. You know, I didn't even hear about that. How did he pass? Uh, he drowned in a bathtub, but I'm thinking drug overdose. He had a heavy history of it. It would have to be. Yeah. I mean, drowning in the bathtub, even if you were to go underwater. This is something people should know, by the way. If you fall asleep underwater and you begin to, I guess, not breathe underwater as humans don't, you do wake up. Your brain does snap you back to reality for you to try and save yourself. Unless you're drunk or drugged. Unless you aren't otherwise inebriated, which, of course, would have had to have been the case. The case. But what I find interesting, well, I'm sure we've all had those dreams where we, like, woke up gasping because we stopped breathing for a minute because the cat was lying on our face. <laughs> Everyone's had this experience, yes. <laughs> you have to know. <laughs> so you know you wake up going, <gasps> so I'm, I'm sure you would in water, but wouldn't gasping make you inhale more water? Like, wouldn't you die? Well, if you're awake, sure, you may have inhaled some, so you'd be coughing up a lung, but I don't think you'll pass away from inhaling some water in the raw, like basically bringing it into your lungs like when you sip water improperly from a bottle and mm -hmm. start coughing profusely. I think that's more along the lines of what you're going to expect there. I don't know. Drowning is a horrible death. It's something I'm terrified of. You say that. I my, Drowning is silent. The worst is it's a silent, terrifying death. My my, I never forget this. My 11th grade psychology teacher was explaining to us the nature of life and death and the emotions you run through when you're approaching that time and going through your five stages of death acceptance. And I, I'm at stage, I better never die. <laughs> and he told us a story about how he got caught in an undertow while surfing and he was pulled under completely and had no control of his body. He was getting thrashed around everywhere. And at the point that he couldn't hold on anymore, he finally get, got to that point of acceptance, that clarity of, you know what, of all the ways this could have gone, this really isn't that bad. And just as he's about to slip, the lifeguards finally got to him and pulled him back and resuscitate him. But he's telling us how it really, of all things that could have happened, drowning in the ocean wasn't terrible. It could have been a whole lot more gruesome, worse, or painful. All he couldn't do was catch his breath. That, to me, is the worst. Well, uh, to a guy who gets choked out regularly and I can't catch my breath on a, on a pretty consistent basis, I, if I had to be suffocated to death, I'm, uh, I'd rather not be burned alive. So I suppose it's not terrible. I don't know. I think – now, this is going into personal stuff. When I was assaulted some years back, the guy choked me, and it, it was terrifying. And I started to black out and I started struggling more because I knew once I was unconscious, he could do anything he wanted with me. Right. Um, I don't like the idea of not breathing. It scares me. Yeah, so that makes that, sense. I don't, I don't like I, that. I hate to bring this up just after your own interpretation of your, uh, of your own assault, but you're not the only one ex uh, experiencing in this episode uh, today. And Ravina is a... American Indian Latin singer, and she was recently assaulted as of this week. Really? Um, on tour. And so she expressed that to her, is... she expressed to her audience that she did not want to be uh, basically intruded upon respect my space kind of speech she put out there on Twitter. Um, but I actually, it made me think about it and had a question. How super common is assault in the industry? Because you make a, we, we talk about it in the intro where sexual assault is so common, you have to sign a waiver promising not to sue before you start the job. But how common is for people who really don't know what it's like in the industry? Very. I, I'd love to say it's not. Um, I, I really, really wouldn't. It's something we'll talk about when we bring our guests on after the first break. But um, it is shockingly common. Um, I don't know anyone that hasn't been sexually harassed. I only know a few girls that have not been sexually assaulted. And I know quite a few girls that have been raped by people we work with. Yeah, I, you know, my own personal experience with sexual assault was entirely outside of the industry. And I can be somewhat thankful for that regard because it wasn't anyone of power who I could not outwardly just, you know, refuse or punch in the face. Mine That's was with why the Brandon Fraser quit. Oh, you're right. It, it happens is. To Terry Crews. It happens to men in our industry all the too. time. Absolutely. Thankfully, mine was just some random drunk gay man outside of a Panera Bread. So, you know, well, I didn't handle it well. It wasn't like I put my career at risk. A hundred percent. It's funny when people, uh, especially guys, they're like, you're oh. like, you're like a full on cage fight. I've told this story like... on my live streams uh, several dozen times at this point, And everyone always get the same comment. Why didn't you hit him? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Well, 
here's the thing. When you don't train for a situation to happen, you're not prepared for it no matter how many times you think you would be. If you think to yourself, oh, some man ever grabbed my junk, I punch him right in the face. You don't know what you're going to do until he actually grabs your junk. You very well might do that. You also very well might just cry because you don't know what to do. Thankfully, I somewhere sat in the middle where I was more verbally abusive towards <laughs> the man, trying to get him to let go of me and being very uh, obstinate versus hitting him. Mm. And by the way, if I had the the mustard strength in the moment to realize, oh, I probably should physically move him away from me, I would have. But so would every other person who's being assaulted at that time. You just don't think about it because you don't prepare for it. That's it. And it's I find it interesting. You face conflict every day. If the guy had come and started a fight with you, I think you would have been more comfortable with that than him gently grabbing your junk. It would have been a totally different situation. There would have just been a fight. Win or, <laughs> win or lose, there would have been a fight. This wasn't a fight. This was confusion. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm sorry. It, there, it really is a terrible situation. But the worst of it was the guy was leaning in Bear's car trying to talk to me. So Bear comes all over like, why are you talking to my girlfriend? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna say it like this before we go to break. I also heard us. Uh, I have a good word from a buddy of mine who was in the military that he – Rolled with a platoon of soldiers whose senior, uh, I can't remember what they call him, but the guy in charge of these soldiers, he got tired of throwing in uh, flashes or grenades when he was breaking in doors overseas because he thought that it doesn't allow them the opportunity to get in there and quickly take take down their opponent, their opposition, because when something goes in like that, they start firing, they start dispersing. So what he did was he started kicking in doors and throwing rubber ducks in. And the rubber ducks would throw these guys off so hard that by the time they collect themselves, his men are already inside. They're already putting them down to the ground or arresting them, whatever it might be. So I thought that's kind of like what this was. This 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 random dude out in the middle of a Panera Bread didn't throw a grenade at me. He didn't want to fight. He threw a rubber duck at me and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> okay. That was that was that was an interesting way of looking at, at having someone grab your junk. Hey, you know what? I get to express my assault in whatever way I feel like. <laughs> I'm triggered if you say otherwise. Yeah, sure you are. <laughs> I do want to give a shout out. We were talking before the show about MMA and a whole bunch of different things. Uh, but if you're right in, we are doing some giveaways today, which I think is fantastic. Uh, our first giveaway is from Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California. So right on in and... Let's choose something less horrible than sexual assault. Sexual assault, yeah. Yeah. Uh, write on in if you saw Bear's fight and uh, how you how you think it went. Write on in, and if you're the you first know, to write in, oh no, I got a better we'll one. That you, okay. I got a better one. The actual question: What color are my shorts? Okay. Mm-hmm. What color? Are you, what color, what are, color his shorts? are my shorts? A right on in. Because that means they had to first go and watch person, it. First person to answer gets a ride at Offroad Rentals in Palm Springs, California. I do want to give a quick shout out to Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon in Palm Springs, California. They are getting me ready for the American Music Awards, and they're actually styling my wig, which was sent to me by KM Extend, which I absolutely love. They do hair extensions and wigs. Check them out, guys. Oh, somebody keeps calling me, and I keep turning this off. I'm so sorry. Uh, but shout out to KM Extend. Thank you for the wigs. And Tiny Bubbles, thank you for setting the wigs because I don't know how to do that. When we come back, we are going to be on with Ellie from Ellie Knows Rocks. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora, and we'll be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All 
all access, all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we're with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fjorda, and our very, very special guest, Ellie Ringo. She, as you guys know, does Ellie Knows Rocks, because a lot of you love her show and her other things that you write in about, which, shame on all of you. Welcome to the show, Ellie. <laughs> Thanks, Summer. It's a great introduction. <laughs> yeah, I, wait, this brings up a good point, which I think no one gives content creators or streamers enough credit for, the amount of perverted questions we get on a regular basis. And I don't know how it is for you. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how it is for you, but on my end, I know my main audience, and I know that they're all like 11 to 17 years old, like 70% of them. And these dudes are asking me for feet pics, like on a daily basis. (laughs) How do you deal with the pics? I get a lot of people, like, believe it or not, uh, this is going to sound horrible, asking if I'll sell them my underwear. <laughs> Used. <laughs> With very specific things that they would like them used for. And I won't go into details. You can use your imagination, but that's disgusting. Well, so here's how much the do you question. Yeah, how much, do, you, do you sell it and where's the cap? If someone's like, I'll give you 10 grand for it, for God's sake, sell your underwear. But, like, where, where's the oh, line? No, I'd do it for a couple hundred bucks. Not a problem. <laughs> but does anyone ever come through? No. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, a, it's a real shock. I think the favorite one I get when uh, you and Bear had done some collabs together, and one of the first things when I was going through they asked was, where's your OnlyFans? Oh, gosh. Do you get that question a lot? All the time. Uh, somebody <laughs> asked me the other day because I posted a picture that was just my legs in the thing, which I love the picture. And, but it had a whole picture if they had watched the video. And it said, hey, you should do porn. I could get you hooked up with this. So I put him on blast. And I was like, don't message me this. I don't do porn. Oh, my gosh, that guy got back on there. And he started privately messaging me saying, you don't do porn, but you'll post a picture of your legs like this. I'm like, dude, they're my legs. What porn have you been watching? Um <laughs> Uh, Ellie, so you I get, watch, I get it that all the time. Like Every century. other message is, where's your OnlyFans? It's like, I don't <laughs> have one. He, he watches that 18th century porn where, like, they lift up the bottom of the skirt and you see the ankle. Yeah, that's, like, that's right. And all, and all the men in the room start get sweating. Oh, that's yep. terrible. So, Ellie, tell everyone <laughs> a little bit about yourself. <laughs> Hello, everybody. For those of you that don't know me, my name's Ellie Ringo from Ellie Knows Rock. And I have a YouTube channel where I talk all about geology and I travel all over the United States and parts of the world talking about rocks and minerals and I have vlog series and I'm on TikTok and I show people all kinds of rocks and minerals and I could bore you to death. Plus, plus I do a lot of public speaking for clubs and uh, rock hound events and stuff like that. And so I'm, I'm a huge advocate for getting outdoors and doing what you love. You know, that said, with everything you just discussed, you have such a super fun and niche industry. Uh, how many other people, aside from you, are actually doing what you do and posting about oh, it? Oh, she's got a lot of people stealing her videos and reposting them. I've been flagging them. <laughs> yep. There there are a bunch of them. Um, actually, you know, the sad thing is, is, you know, I went to Greenland to do a TV show, and it, you know, it was really awesome. I had a great time. It was a little bit bumpy here and there, but during that time, like my social media accounts really suffered. And I think that a bunch of like, I'm going to use the quotation marks, geologists jumped on and said, I'm going to do this. So they actually stole a lot of what I did with my content, created their own channels, and now they're growing bigger than I am. I mean, good for them. That's great. And I'm glad I was an influence to them. They've talked to me and said, oh, you're like the coolest person ever. 
And then they go behind my back and steal my videos. I'm like, this is really grand, but it, I guess it happens. It sucks. Um, but it, it's the way of the industry. And so you have to grow and move and create new content. And well, the, so there are a lot of people out there that do what I do. I would say they don't do it with the same flair, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> the, the trick with that is always do collabs with them. The, so the first collab you do with someone, usually either one of you will get the following move over. The, the second collab you do, the algorithm works so the other person will get the following. So if you do a couple of collabs with everyone, that'll, that'll help. I'd also like to yeah. say that, that that would be great if people actually like would respond to those collabs. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, we did this. Can we do another one? And totally ghosting me. I'm like, thanks. That feels they, great. Got, <laughs> they got what they wanted from you. That was uh, the bottom line. That's, well, no, it's uh, what happens when it grows. And it's something you guys both know, I'm sure. Uh, what you end up seeing is a pile of messages and people just get lost mm -hmm. in the fold. That's why I always get their number. Don't ever do it offline. Always get their number. That's a good yeah. idea. It, it is in a pile of messages, and I'm still waiting oh, on somebody to send me a script about something. I won't mention any names, though. No idea who you're talking <laughs> about. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you right now. I actually messaged, I messaged Ellie God now, probably a week and a half ago, and I had this brilliant idea of doing self-defense. Two weeks rocks. ago? Two weeks ago. <laughs> a brilliant idea about self-defense and rocks, and... Ellie, just flat out, I got sick, and I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I didn't do any work. I, I've been running off backlog videos for the past week and a half. I basically, I turned into a giant baby when okay. I okay. And so I'm yeah, sorry Yeah, you get about punched that. in the face, and you're cool, but you sniffle, and you're like, fuck my job, fuck my life, I'll go to bed. Yeah, if I didn't have things ready to go, I probably would have tanked my page by now. Just the amount Aww. of time. <laughs> Meanwhile, you, you break bones. Have to have backup like, footage. Yes. You went into your fight with a broken elbow, a broken toe, and a dislocated finger. You taped it all together, and you're fine. You have the sniffles, and you're ready to tank your page. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. If it's just guys, or if it's just specific people, maybe it's <laughs> yeah, only it's guys. Please. It's guys. It's hands down guys. You guys all act like you're dying, and you've been <laughs> nearly, uh, you know unalived because oh heaven forbid i i have a cold you're like oh dude get a period once i dare you and then complain about your cold listen ellie if men bled out their penises periods wouldn't exist anymore we would have found a way to nullify that <laughs> that's true it's the same as if you guys had to take a birth control pill every day if, if men had to do it a scientist would have figured it out years ago yeah <laughs> absolutely I know, but women, oh, you're, you're fine, right? You, you, you're, yeah, no, uh-uh. Anyway, I digress, sorry. No, that's quite all right. We love going on tangents here on this show, on this channel. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you, Ellie, for you, when you deal with different creators and different people, um, what's the hardest part? And this is for everyone out there that writes in and they want to know essentially how to be you. Don't worry, I'm sure a few of the people listening are the people that have stolen your videos. <laughs> Because you get some real. <laughs> I good think the hardest it. part is like finding a middle ground with somebody to like go, what can I talk about and what can you talk about? And if you're in the same field, it becomes easy, but then you you cross that line of like stepping on somebody's toes. Like nobody wants to not share their knowledge. And so it's like, okay, I will give you all the knowledge points, I'll look like an idiot. Let's still do the collaboration. I think that's where a lot of people fall off. But like a good collaboration is just finding a a topic where you can both speak on or completely opposite topics, but you can bring them together and find like a common ground. And for me, and I have to say, like I am bad at collaborations. I will be the person that comes up with ideas at like 2 a.m. where my brain's just kind of foggy. And we're like, this sounds great. And I'll make a note in the morning. I can't read what I wrote. And I don't even understand <laughs> what I was talking about. But while I was in the moment, it sounded great. Otherwise, I'm like, wow, I could sit here forever, like flicking a pen on top of a piece of paper going, what am I supposed to do? But if you ask me to write like 3,000 words on like a geology trip, I'll write you 5,000 words and I could keep going. It, it's it's a horrible like mind for me. It's really bad. So you're waking up in the morning and you've got a note that says, you know, so humans and sock puppets can coexist peacefully, and you're like, I swear to God, this made sense last night. Exactly. Yes, and there's usually some form of a rock drawing involved, which I think <laughs> it's a rock or it might just be a weird pillow. I don't know. I love yeah, that you exactly right. Illustrate your notes. 
<laughs> it's just 2 a.m. Ellie, like, I made, I, I think it's a rock, but he come back and he's like, this looks like someone punched a pillow and took a picture of it. <laughs> But you gotta, you, I gotta give you points because that's the scientist brain. Yeah. Even half asleep, she's like, I have to do a diagram. Oh, that's such a good point. Way <laughs> to live up to the trope. Yeah, yep. that's the science. It's the know, scientist right? brain. <laughs> I do. Like, I, I have to give myself a little credit that I have a creative brain also because I'm the type of person that would can sit and like. I can decorate a whole room and paint and do things beautifully, and people are like, oh, "Who did this?" And I'm like. I did. They're like, oh, no, you didn't. I'm like, really, bitch? Yes, I did. <laughs> this is my creation. And because I'm a scientist, people don't believe me. They don't believe that I can use that creative artistic part of my brain. So that's, that, I, I don't, I'm double brained. I think that might be the, the Big Bang Theory that did that to you. Just hear me out. Because they essentially made uh, geologists sound like the morons of the science world. Yes. Yeah, yes. you, you know, now, think, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I think it's a funny concept. People don't think you as are, are artsy or creative because you're a scientist, but people don't, people don't think you're a scientist because you're pretty. What are you? <laughs> She's an yes. enigma wrapped in a puzzle. Yes, thank you. I, I'm entropy, you know, like my own <laughs> self. So it's like, come on, guys, give me the benefit of the doubt. And nobody ever does. <laughs> It's not a bad thing, but I will I will ask you. Uh, we've got about two minutes till break, so I'm going to get into the heavy questions when we get back. Tell everyone where to find you so they can follow you. Everybody, please, please go and follow my YouTube channel at Ellie Knows Rocks and my TikTok and Instagram if you're feeling very generous. Uh, today, actually, I just reached 7,000 followers on my YouTube channel. Thank you all so much for anybody that contributed to that. It's so exciting. Um, you know, it's growing and, you know, my Instagram's had a bump lately. I've had some pretty good videos, but you guys can all find me at Ellie Knows Rocks. And if you want to get more of the dicey stuff, you can find me at Ellie Ringo. <laughs> uh, but hey, don't ask hey, for my underwear. <laughs> hey, hey, Bear, what? she's kicking your ass on uh, YouTube. Yeah, I know she is. <laughs> good. <laughs> I like that. Girls win. All right, guys, we are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with the one, the only Ellie Ringo. Make sure you're following her at Ellie Knows Rocks. And, of course, my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora. I'm Summer Helene. We'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. 
G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we're on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fjorda, and our very, very special guest, Ellie Ringo from Ellie Knows Rocks. I know you're following her. Now, before the break, we were talking. You're all looking at doing a collaboration. What are you looking at doing? So I, I had this I had this concept of a self-defense video as far as how to protect yourself using You throw use, rocks at someone? Using using uh using a rock. And I, I was gonna bring it up I throw rocks to, at people. Yes. And I was gonna bring it up to Ellie here. And Ellie would explain to us a particularly uh favorite rock of hers or a dense rock or something that would be totally out of the way for self-defense for women, I would probably address it as. Okay, so now it's a sexist rock. And then Oh, Jesus Christ. And then I would say, well, how does this rock really help anybody defend themselves? And she just kind of picks it up and chucks it at the camera or out of view of the camera. And, of course, a rock would hit me or some type of rock on the other side of the camera on the other cut. And it's effective. And it pans back to Ellie, perhaps, and she would say something witty or it could stop right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I just have to write up the concept and I just have to write that in down and put that down in words and a little bit of dialogue. Yeah, that's not bad. What do you Don't guys think? Shit on my <laughs> like, work. Wait, what do you guys think? Yeah, well, like, I want to know what people listening would like to see. Because, I mean, me, Bear, we're extremely versatile. And I love to hear people's ideas because they give me amazing things to think about. I did one the other day for a lady. She gave me a great thought in a question. So I did a video about it. I love it. So you guys, if you go to our pages and actually like tell us, send us a message, then we can make those videos happen. <laughs> yeah, you can write. There's actually options on TikTok where you can just completely address a question to us. And when we go to our little Q&A sections, which is smack dab in the middle of our profiles, we'll see it right on top. So if there's anything you want to know, you could always do that. I've had people ask me questions. In regards well, to... I don't think this is a question. So, guys, if you want to have Ellie and Bear do something and not the same things you guys suggested last time, shame on all of you. You need Jesus. Um, <laughs> write in, give them some ideas, and see what video you guys can put together. Get your creative bones going with an MMA fighter and a geologist. And, again, not the same things you suggested last time. Shame on all of you. I will counter that. Ellie, we need rock porn. <laughs> that was Okay, one of I can do that. I do it on my pages. If y'all look, like, those are pretty-ass rocks, man. <laughs> and she does show you the inside of them, I suppose. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's good. <laughs> no, I like that. I, I Actually, I had an idea earlier with the guy who's always asking you to, like, you know, you should post photos of yourself naked or whatever. Just do rocks in underwear. That would actually, if, if you put up pictures of rocks doing sexy things, that would actually go viral. <laughs> um, Ellie, you're going oh to the AMAs, gosh, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> It would. <laughs> well, Slutty I collect rocks, rocks in the shapes of dicks. So, I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. You shouldn't have said that. I now people are going to send one. them to you. you. That is fantastic. <laughs> Just make a video of yourself saying that and holding up one of your rocks. You can get your rocks off with rocks. You can be like, mine's bigger than yours. I love it. <laughs> I, I, that, that's fantastic. It's, uh, so, I want to see Ellie's rock porn. I, that is something I'm now very, very interested in. Okay, Ellie's rock porn. Got it. Check. <laughs> it's just a page of uh, all on of its own. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, okay. So I would just, uh, I think Summer asked it just a couple seconds ago. You are going to the AMAs. Yes. Yeah, awesome. she's going to be on so the carpet excited. with you, so everyone will ignore you. Well, very good. Summer, do you want to tell the audience what the AMAs are, for those who may not be aware? American Music Awards. And what do they do? What is the American Music Awards? Don't ask me questions like that. I show up at events and do my job. Well, okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'm it, kidding. The American amazing, Music Awards. There are so many artists that are, like, you know, nominated this year. It's fantastic. Uh, I know. Imagine Dragons <laughs> is playing. Um, BTS is playing. There are a whole bunch of people there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the AMAs are one yeah. of my favorite events. That yeah, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. This is probably actually one of the largest non-fight events I've gone to. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, probably. That's okay. We'll walk you through it. Trust me. <laughs> you just have to hold the arm of the person in front of you, stand, smile, and then keep walking or answer questions politely. But don't hit anybody. That's all you <laughs> – just don't hit someone and you'll be fine. I feel like I need to wear I know a this soft is a hard padded helmet for this. <laughs> No, I need I need to have like what what do you call it? I need to have like soft mitts on my hand. Like why are you wearing those? Oh, because I tend to hit people. This is so it embraces the impact. Right. Now you're the slow. Put a leash around now. your hands. Yeah. 
Oh, man. That's terrible. Wait, well, I'm sorry. Can you rephrase what you just said? A leash around your hands. A, a leash around a my leash. hands? Yeah, pull them down. Now she's going to have yeah. audience members asking for that. I know. <laughs> That's awesome. fantastic. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you, Ellie, what is the fa your favorite video that you've ever made? My favorite video? Oh, um... Oh gosh, really? You would ask that actually. I, um, I would have to say the video where I found like the brightest piece of sodalite I've ever seen in my life over in Greenland. And it was just one of those things that was uh, the day after my birthday and I'm shining the black light on the street. And I'm like, holy crap. And I was literally videoing it. So like everything in the video is exactly what happened and what I said. And it's, it's phenomenal. I have it on my TikTok and I think on Instagram too, but, um, it was one of my videos to get, you know, hit the 8 million views mark. And I was super excited about it. But everyone's like, oh, that's fake. You made it up. I was like, it's not fake. Aww. It's a rock. Like, I, it, it, it was black. And then now it's glowing. And you can clearly see it. Everybody says, oh, it's fake. It's fake. That's like some of the most comments. I'm like, I gave up answering them. I'm like, no, it's not fake. This is very real. And, and then I've shown people on YouTube uh, that, you know, so delighted it happens. It's the... You know, it fluoresces with filtered UV light, and it's awesome. It looks like a glowing ember. It looks like you're holding a fiery coal in your hand, so it's amazing. It, you should it, start an OnlyFans for rocks. Just hear me out. Not just slutty rocks for things like that, where you like you want to see the rocks shine. Come here and do so it. I'm, I'm just saying. Yes. Not no, them, them too. But I'm saying an OnlyFans for rocks, you'd be the only one doing it. And it would be a good PR point. I'm just, I'm not joking. Oh my God, also, this is such a great idea. <laughs> I also think it's important to note that everything on internet's like everyone who says it's fake, they say it's fake until you ask them how it's fake. <laughs> you try that from now on. Just be like, thank how? you. Yeah, yeah. How, how does, what, what about this part is fake? Because uh, at that point, you can yeah. then enjoy their iteration of what, what your science is, and then you can make fun of them for it. Do you guys find it hard to be online? I'm going to ask you, Ellie, um, and I'll ask you as well, Bear, with people consistently critiquing you personally on what you do. Mm. Oh, completely. Because, I mean, I <laughs> all the time, whether it's my facial features, whether I'm wearing too much makeup, not enough makeup, whether I've just had my lips refilled. Because, yes, I get lip injections, people. It's my personal preference. It's something that makes me happy. And I've told people this, but they... Oh my gosh, they judge me so harshly, so quickly, telling me I don't need this or this is ugly or that doesn't look perfect, you look different. Well, no shit, I look different. I look swollen AF, but that's just how it is right now. But I'm still willing to make content. So you have to put yourself out there. There's just a, you have to have such a tough skin. Like alligator skin, people say, is like the toughest, right? Makes great purses, boots, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. No, a creator's skin that's successful is so much tougher than that because you're rejected, you're judged. 24 7 but you have to keep putting yourself out there to be rejected and judged otherwise you you don't make it and so the most successful people really you have been through so much to get there and to kind of claw your way to the top that you're you're kind of used to what is thrown at you but words still hurt i'd rather have people throw sticks at me than have rude comments i think one of the best things i ever heard was um dev ross She's one of the most successful writers. She was a first female staff writer. She's absolutely incredible. She raised my entire generation with her cartoons and stories. She always said that creative types have to have the soul of a fairy and the height of a rhinoceros. Yep. Absolutely. I, I think for my totally case, agree. I don't have I don't have as many people telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about anymore just because I've done it for, for what feels like ever now. I've posted fights. I've posted training videos, so me live hitting people and doing stuff. But what I get now is a lot of gatekeeping. And I don't know if you get a lot of gatekeeping on your end too, Ellie, but I get people who will say like, oh, you can't call this karate because it doesn't have these specific pieces of criteria or this is not real fighting because <laughs> it's not like done in the streets or whatever. And so I, I, that's what I experience more often is just comments of people who are trying to segment and are you, separate. Are you kidding? And, so yeah. even guys on TikTok get it easier than girls? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I was so gonna, sexism is just across the board. No, that's was, all I'm going with. I was going to caveat into this <laughs> in a way that didn't sound like too much complaining because <laughs> God knows everyone blames us for that too, just creators that we complain about everything. <laughs> but genuinely, I think there there's a couple of female martial artists on there, uh, and I only know of one who's got more of a following than I do, and she gets 
ton of hate and backlash and a lot. Here's what female martial arts creators get. They only get they get told they don't know what they're doing and they get asked for their only fans. That's about it. And so what Ellie su- gets. Yeah, I think that's it, women on, on, that's, on the internet. It sucks and it seems to correlate across the internet that you don't get recognized for your work. You're recognized for your bodies or what people think you're doing wrong about your work. Do yep. the people that think you're doing yeah. it wrong do the same job? Do they know? Most likely no. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think. I no, feel you I, completely. <laughs> yeah, no, like we the, have. The amount of people like telling me that, no, it's not this, it's this, or mm, are you sure? Uh, or, you know, that kind of thing, but like to the next extreme and, and to a point sometimes where they tell me, you know what, you should probably put the textbooks down and just start an OnlyFans. Or you should probably not do this because people that look like you can't be scientists. You don't know what you're talking about. I agree with them on the OnlyFans, but I still think you should be putting up sexy rocks, and I do think you'd make money doing that. Um, Cutting all of that out. (laughs) Cutting cutting that out, fuck them. I don't like them. (laughs) There is a secret Mm -hmm. part of the internet that we are, we're failing to discuss, and it's actually in regards to women creators. There are women out there who promote the very tropes that actually put you guys down because it's an effort to gain a male audience. There's one I can think of right off the top of my head who only specifically targets other females, other female creators and breaks them down in a negative way and intentionally seeks out the worst of what they're doing. Oh, pick me, bitches. Yes, in, a, in, a, in an effort. <laughs> I'm not like other in, girls. In an effort to, <laughs> Fuck them. In an effort to try and get a more do- a male dominant audience. I, I gotta say, chicks that do that, I, they, there's a, I think there's a deep place in hell for chicks that don't support chicks. I'm just saying, and yeah. maybe it's because I like women better. I wish I'd been born a lesbian. That would have been way easier. I like women way much, way I, much more than men. I don't care if we couldn't have dated. I'd be with a woman and be happy. You know, instead of with I, you. You know, you don't know what you would have missed if you were a lesbian. Ugh, whatever. Anyway, I like. <laughs> I'm just saying, I wish I was. Um, but there's something about these chicks online that get together and they 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 do they tear down other women and. It, I think it comes from the same place of the I'm not like other girls. And all girls feel like that when they're like 13 because they look at media and women are shown as these one-dimensional creatures and they're like, well, I'm not like that. So I get it at 13, mm-hmm. but when you're like past 15 and 16 and you still think that way, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, Ellie, do you get a yeah. lot of, of hate from women on media yourself? Yes, she does. I've I do. With the- it. And it's kind of quite pathetic. Yeah, it's the, you know, it's the constant judging for what I'm doing, what I'm looking like. And, and it's the, it's kind of the backhanded stuff that bothers me the most. The people are like, oh, well, I'm more successful because like I'm a sex worker. And that's what people are calling their only fans or these people that have like, I do all of these things. It's like, you know, you might not want to advertise it like that, like be more creative, but these people have become really successful where once, like people that messaged me telling me, oh, I look up to you. You're so great. You're this and that. And then they transcended to, oh, I've got this OnlyFans and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And now they're, they're following his game tremendously. And then they backhandedly put me down, especially in comments and, and things like that. Like I wasn't good enough to, be, uh, to gain a higher audience like they did. It's like, mm, you know what? The audience is only there for one thing, and it's because you spread eggs and put it on OnlyFans. And you know, and I, I so they but they break me down. I can't knock girls that make their money that way, but I do have a problem with them slamming on girls that don't. Like you make your money however exactly. you please, you do it however you want, but you don't get to turn around and complain that, you know, or, or say I've got a higher audience. No, you just you're selling something with a wider appeal. I mean, let's face mm-hmm. it, half the population wants to see what they're selling. Not everyone's into rocks. I mean, I know. Exactly. Uh, that's it. I think this is great. Sound engineer just wrote in, guys that don't like smarts are the kind of guys that have icebox temperature IQs. I think that is, that is <laughs> a, cool. I like that. I'm, I'm stealing that line. Um, yes. But I, I am going to say, I think that's kind of what it comes down to is I see – successful people and don't tend to go after other people. It's not the people that have made it. It's the ones that want to pretend they have that constantly become that problem. And the internet, I think is a breeding ground for stupid. I mean, I spent half my time arguing with incels. 
which is a pointless, <laughs> pointless activity. I don't know why I do it, but for some reason, my dumbass feels the need to interact. But I've seen them on your pages, Ellie. I've actually seen them on Bears because he'll jump on and stick up for female creators or, or turn around and be like, no, this chick's amazing. Uh, one guy lost his mind mm-hmm. because um, they had asked whether this female fighter could could beat Bear in a fight, and Bear's like, yeah, hell yeah, she could. And they got really <laughs> yeah. upset. Wow. It's, it's, it's weirdly it's bizarre. It's sad that people don't have a bigger mind. I, absolutely. And, you know, it was a funny event too, but I'm going to divert a little bit because I'm curious. Ellie, I think social media has given you a lot of not just great ways to express your work, but also opportunities to move forward in your field. If you weren't on social media, where do you see, where would you, what would you be doing now, actually? Actually, right now we're talking to uh, PBS and Hulu about a TV series about her, but don't tell anyone it's a secret. Well, let's say that maybe wasn't the case. Okay. Good job, Summer. Um, Sorry. <laughs> you're great at keeping secrets. I have no idea where I would be, honestly, without social media. It's such a different world. I mean, yes, I'm an older social media user. You know, let's be realistic about that. If I would have had social media in my early teens, like most people do today, I would have been far more advanced in my career than ever. Because I was one of those people that used to have to send in letters to people, send in photographs, like actual printed things to get people's attention. Did I hear back from them? No. I was told I wasn't good enough. I was too ugly. I'm too stupid. You'll never make it. Uh, The list goes on and on and on and on from people that actually wrote physical letters back to me. It broke my heart, but I kept going because I knew someday some audience was going to see what I could do. And so literally through the help of uh, Summer and Alexis, and so many people that are behind the scenes that love me to death, I feel, that have helped push me to go, you know what, you should try and look at this because this is where you need to be right now. And I was obstinate. I was like, yeah, no, I, I, that's not me, but it is. And it's a place where I can grow and I can show, like, the audience that follows me, other people can do this too. Like, the little people, uh, not little people necessarily, the children that have followed me and the young adults that are like oh my gosh I love what you're doing and would you answer questions or or you're so amazing or this is so cool or you inspire me those things are awesome and I I would never be able to reach those people or see them without social media and so it's been a great gift it's also a yes I think something that a lot of people miss is the advent of social media means that people can choose their own stars where once upon a time they were chosen by Hollywood. So my contemporaries in Hollywood really hate social media, but I look at people who do not have um, what is classically sold by Hollywood, which in women's case is in, in a lot of cases, a female scientists, people like you, Ellie, that have this wide appeal. And I know you have a wide global appeal, but it's not something that Hollywood look at. Hollywood would look at and go, well, let's turn her into the next Bill Nye. They'll look at you and go, she's too yeah. pretty. Let's make her a stripper in a TV show. Uh, by the way, my dad wrote yeah. into what you were saying earlier, Ellie, about uh, people not, um, you know, the people online complaining about you. And he said, uh-huh. we live in a time where intelligent people are being silenced so they won't offend stupid people. <laughs> this is Online. true. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so, so he's, he's like, he's, uh, he's a huge fan of yours. He's been watching you since Frozen Gold. My dad is weirdly obsessed oh. with <laughs> like, Oh, that's a good thing that's to bring That's so up. wonderful. <laughs> Have you ever insulted someone by your level of intelligence? Yeah, half the people she talks to online. Well, oh, I, yeah, curious. people are like, I didn't understand any of that, but you're pretty. Oh. Like, I'll get that comment a lot, and I'm like, well, that's not what I was going for, but thanks. <laughs> and so, like, I try to do a geology for dummies without saying, hey, stupid, this one's for you. <laughs> and I break it down. And, and not, I can't, not everybody is stupid. That's not the case. But some people are just not willing to see past their own freaking nose to go, oh, okay, cool. And, and, but they, they see my looks and they're like, oh, well, she's a pretty moving head. I'm like, well, I, I don't know how to win here, but I just, I keep doing what I'm doing. Hopefully they gain some knowledge along the way. They gave you the view. That's it. Oh, it's, do you, do you right. find your looks a hindrance? I know they were on frozen gold. I talked to the producers there. They made you the bad guy because you are extraordinarily attractive. 
Do you find that your looks are I a hindrance? I don't care. <laughs> if that's the hindrance and people can't see past my looks and they're so distracted by what they think I look like, wow, they have really issues that need to be settled on a couch and not in front of my face. But I love my looks. I'm not going to say that I don't. I am blessed with good genes. Thank God. Do I eat right? Yep. Do I exercise? All the time. Do I put on face moisturizer? Oh, you betcha. Sunscreen? Yes. Do I put my hair up? Yes. Do I dye my hair? Yeah. I do all the things that a normal female does trying to make it in a male society to not only catch somebody's eye, but to feel good. I don't wake up every morning feeling great. When somebody gives me a, gives me a compliment that says, oh, hi, you look so pretty today. I'm like, are they looking at me? Like I... I don't feel that way. And so I'm, I'm thrilled if someone thinks, hey, I, I watched you because you look pretty. I'm like, well, I hope you learned something too, but thank you regardless. I'm grateful for the way that I look. I want to smile. I want to feel pretty like every woman does. And if people want to judge me and think that my, you know, looks are something that doesn't belong in the niche that I'm doing, well, you know, you think piss off. I'm, I don't care if it's a hindrance. It's something that I'm willing to accept. And believe me, I've had to fight like tooth and nail to get to where I'm at and I will continue fighting. I like that. I do want to give a shout out and say, if you want hair as long and pretty as Ellie's and you can't grow it, you're someone like me that's bleached the shit out of your hair. Try K M X T E N D hair. It's hair extensions. They're amazing. They also doing my wig for the AMA. So they're really cool. Try them or go to tiny bubbles hair salon in Palm Springs. Guys, we have about three minutes left of the show. Ellie, what do you want to say to everyone out there? I just want to tell them thank you so much for following me and for the small support and that remember the best way that you can support a creator is just to go and subscribe, follow and comment on what they're doing. You don't have to send them money. You don't have to do anything. Just be their fan, follow them on, on their stuff. And you know, if anybody wants to find me, find me at Ellie knows rocks or at Ellie Ringo. I like Ellie. If you want to learn something, go to Ellie knows rocks. If you just want to look at it, Ellie Ringo. I follow both. Yep. That's exactly. fair. That's very fair. And as always, please do follow the show at TuneInBTS pretty much anywhere on social media. I'm sure yes. that we told them to write in and talk about your collab. I will bet you guys I get more of it on TuneIn than you do on your pages. Well, probably because this is the actual page. <laughs> this They're already here. Super easy for them to write in. But it's a lot of, believe it or not, it's a lot of effort to get people to go from, hey, just click the link in the bio. It's right there. That's a lot of effort if they're not already on like on your page. If they're just watching a video, like yep. eh, next video. <laughs> so you got to be really, yep. really, really, you okay. be really enticing. I, I have a, I have a way to fix this. Bear, take off your top. Ellie, punch someone. That's how you fix this. Are we just going to okay. flip the standards? Yes. I'm going, I'm going with flipping the standards. Um, guys, please make sure you are following Ellie. Make sure you're following bear. Thank you so, so much for joining us this week. And remember, if you want to help the creators you like, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, Echo Ellie here and say, you don't have to put out any money. Just follow them, like them, comment, put your support behind them. Let them know you're watching. Ellie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Thank you, guys, to everyone out there. And remember, as how, what do you say each week on your sign-off? Uh, please remember to eat well, sleep well, train hard, or study up on your geology. And we will see you next time. We'll see Good you night. next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.